This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. I've seen that road before. <laughs> you know what time it is. We've been talking Ravens-Panthers all week. Now to find out what the film says. Longtime scout, front office coach in the National Football League, ultimate football guy Bobby DePaul, who joins us courtesy of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support it. And Bobby D., Long and Winding Road, explain the song. It's the long and winding road that leads to the door of dysfunction and fan misery. The Carolina Panthers have had four head coaches, two of them were interim, and seven different starting quarterbacks over four years since new owner David Tepper has taken over the club for 2018. Having worked for two owners, new owners in my career in Philadelphia and Cleveland, I couldn't help but notice the commonalities. New owners feel like they have to be involved, but the truth is all they need is time to learn the business. It's a learning curve, and eventually they figure it out by letting the football people run the team. So let's talk some Ravens football. All right, brother. Well, they've also, as you mentioned, turned style at quarterback. Now they go from Walker to Mayfield. Do you expect any drop-off there? It's funny you ask me this question because before they made the quarterback change announcement, I was thinking Baker Mayfield would probably start based off the tape. To me, P.J. Walker was given plenty of time to prove his limitations, and Walker really struggled to see the field or spread the ball around. Ben McAdoo, uh, you know, is the offensive coordinator. His scheme is more conventional, and if you look at McAdoo's career, his NFL experience is with pocket quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers of Green Bay and Eli Manning of the New York Giants. By reinserting Baker Mayfield back into the starting lineup, Baker Mayfield should give the Panthers better balance between run and pass. Currently, Carolina ranks 22nd in pass average per play, but 32nd in first downs converted, and 32nd with third down conversions. Not good at all. Carolina does have pretty, you know, decent ground game, ranking 14th in average per rush, but 32nd in time of possession. So. The numbers support a change at quarterback. Baker Mayfield should help improve the passing game by getting more players involved. When Baker Mayfield was inserted in the second half of that Bengals game a couple weeks ago, he led three touchdown drives. You know, with yeah. three touchdown pass or two touchdown passes. So this move is being made to try and get the passing game going. In terms of expectations for Baker Mayfield, my bet is Baker probably looked at the tape. And probably wish the coaches waited one more week before, you know, <laughs> because this defense is not just, you know, he doesn't have any carryover because, you know, Wink Martindale's not there. So 
he was probably thinking, oh, I know this defense, but, you know, he has, you know, the only, the only experience he has is playing at M&T Bank right now. Bobby D. Donta Foreman's been good since uh, Christian McCaffrey was traded. Is, is Could the run game be a problem? There is no doubt the best thing the Panthers do on offense is run the ball inside behind former Ravens center Bradley Bozeman, one of the top mm. ten centers in the National Football League, according to Pro Football Focus grade scale. Running back Deonta Foreman is like a poor man's Derrick Henry. He's a big back who is a downhill tough runner who forces defenders to wrap up, very similar to Henry. He's physical, and as the game goes on, those small runs can become big runs if you don't wrap up, especially in the second half. The best way to defend against Foreman is to force him to run east and west by having solid defensive tackle play, especially at those tackle at the point of attack. Deny him the inside and force the bounce. The good news is the rushing attack is predictable because Foreman is truly a one-dimensional inside guy, and they don't really involve him in the passing game. Deonta Foreman has only caught four balls this year, so you kind of know what to expect when he's on the field. When the Panthers do go outside, they do it using receivers running jet sweeps, or they throw horizontal bubble or tunnel screens to number 15, LaVisca Chenault. Chenault is a receiver, you know, uh, with the body and skill sets of a running back. The Panthers will also align Chenault at quarterback to run some wildcat running plays, just like, you know, New Orleans did with Taysom Hill and New York does with, you know, with Saquon Barkley. So Carolina really has their version of Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside when you put together a plan to stop them defensively. When number 33, Deonta Foreman, is on the field, I would expect to see more eight-man fronts. When Foreman is not on the field, I would expect to see, you know, the Ravens run more too deep or umbrella zone coverages to defend the pass first. One more interesting stat about Carolina's running back room. They have two running backs with Foreman and Chubba Hubbard who both rushed the ball for over 2,000 yards in a single season while in college. The Panthers actually had three on the roster at one time that accomplished this feat before they traded away Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. That's a big stat college scouts look for because guys that do it have a lot of success at the next level. Guys that, you know, accomplished that feat were, you know, J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry. What about your fellow Terp DJ Moore, Bobby D? He is their number one receiver. Do you bracket him? How do you stop him? First off, let me first welcome my man uh, uh, DJ Moore, you know, former Maryland Terp, back to his old stopping grounds. What a special player he was for the Maryland Terps and continues to be for the Carolina Panthers. If only he just keeps his helmet on after those touchdown passes. Yeah. What a debacle that was in, in, in Atlanta. The good news is the Ravens have played some pretty good receivers this year, and I think they will just keep playing zone coverage concepts with two high safety, mm-hmm. deep, and pure passing situations. The Ravens did that against former Terp uh, and Bills receiver Stephon Diggs, and they did it against Jamar Chase and had a lot of success. So I see them doing the same thing. I do see the Ravens in critical situations, like a fourth down play with the game on the line, running a bracket or double coverage or more, but not all day. Just critical situations. You know, Carolina, you know, they have other weapons. The Ravens need to, you know, they need to worry about other guys too. Receiver number 88, Terrace Marshall Jr. is big and physical. And when I watched the Bengals' second half, Marshall was a favorite target for Mayfield. 
Baker Mayfield really spreads the ball around. And if you recall from his days in Cleveland, he likes to throw to the tight ends. Tight end number 82, Tommy Trumbull, is the guy that, that the Ravens' safety should keep an eye on, especially in the red zone. Mayfield connected with him for a touchdown pass against Cincinnati. These guys had a lot of talent at one point and still do. It's just a matter of gaining some stability at quarterback and finding some rhythm. On the other hand, it will be up to the Ravens to disrupt that rhythm. The Ravens will need discipline, contain pressure from their front four, and they will need to get their hands up and they don't get there and tip some balls. Because, you know, Mayfield, he's short, you know, he's got that short stature. Bobby D, anyone other than Burns uh, catching your eye in that uh, Panthers front seven? How many times have you guys heard me talk about the pass rush rotation and the need for guys to play less so they can be fresh and play for, you know play at a high level for 60 minutes? I mean, I must have been talking about this all week about the Ravens. Defensive end number 53, Brian Burns, has seven sacks. But Brian Burns is on the field way too much. He is playing, get this, guys, 95% of the defense snaps right now. And it's taking its toll, you know, on him, especially in the second half. Burns is only 250 pounds, so his body is not designed to be playing this much. Think about the strength and energy it takes to play the run against offensive tackles that weigh over 300 pounds. And sometimes that could be double teams with the tight end, you know, in a run blocking situation. Then turn around and speed rush and chase the quarterback. It's nuts. When I heard teams were trying to trade for him before the trade deadline, I was expecting to see a beast on tape. I didn't see a beast. You know, what I watched on tape is a player who flashes but picks his spots. Why? Because he knows he isn't getting off the field, and he is resting on the field. That's not a knock on him. It's just a situation he is being placed in, and that's not good. They have another guy. Get this. 200, you know, uh, defensive tackle number uh, number 95, Derek Brown. Derek Brown yeah. is 325 pounds, and he is playing 84% of this match. These two guys are playing this much because they just don't have the horses to rotate into the game, and the Panthers have very little depth. Hey, losing uh, Matt uh, Ioannidis I- uh, this week mm-hmm. is not a good sign for Carolina. You know, having worked with Steve Wilkes, you know, the interim head coach and defensive line coach Don Johnson in Chicago, I know what their go-to run defense is. It's a bare front package. But I also have seen them switch to a five, you know, five-man front in the past. But can you really do that without the players? We shall see on Sunday. Uh, Giro, 11 personnel. Should he run out of that, Bobby, or go heavy? You know, over the past three weeks, the Panthers' defense has really struggled to handle the running game. The Panthers have given, you know, they've given up 546 yards on the ground and 101 rushing attempts, averaging 5.4 yards per rush attempt. Those numbers rank them 29th in the NFL in defending the run the last three weeks. Not good. When the Panthers are broken down by offensive personnel, 11 personnel, that's one running back, one tight end, three receivers, is yielding the most yardage and damage. Every week I come on here and talk about how the, how the Ravens should run, uh, get 11 personnel and, and run the ball. But the Ravens run at 21 personnel. That's one running back, one fullback, one tight end, two receivers. But they, they do it by spreading out the formation and 11 personnel spread look. The bottom line is this. Their 11 personnel spread look is 21 personnel, the Ravens. Right. Tight end, 
Isaiah Likely is the slot receiver, and fullback Patrick Ricard is the blocking wide tight end. So basically it's the same deal. They just call it something different, a great disguise. The Ravens are having tremendous success running the edges with their power counter tray off tackle runs or downhill power gap blocking runs. They are doing a great job in the running game, getting bigger bodies matched up against smaller players. Getting the, you know, pulling the backside offensive tackle, 300 pounder, and kicking out a 250 outside linebacker. Putting fullback, you know, Ricard, 290 pounds on a 235 pound inside linebacker. Great matchups for the Ravens. This Ravens approach, guys, is actually really catching on around the league, and people are finally talking about it nationally. Running the ball is now being glorified. Yep over passing yep. the ball. So that is a great compliment to Coach Roman and Coach Harbaugh for sticking to their guns and sticking to their plan, especially when everybody wanted them to throw the ball all the time. Bobby D., any other observations? Uh, look at special teams. Based off the tape, the Carolina Panthers have had some issues holding up inside with punt block protection. And opponents you know, have been real close to blocking a punt. Either it gets corrected or the Ravens will potentially take advantage of it. In addition, due to the Ravens' huge advantage in time of possession, it wouldn't surprise me if Carolina tries to steal a possession with either a fake punt or a surprise on side. Carolina punter wow. Johnny Hecker has 23 attempted passes during his career. In terms of the surprise on side kick, last week, Jacksonville, Doug Peterson surprised Kansas City, Dave's Tobe, with a surprise one-side opening kickoff, and they recovered. Get this. Quarter, uh, Carolina special teams coach Chris Tabor used to work under Dave Tobe oh. in Kansas City, so I'm sure that called his mind. So just keep that in mind. You know the league's copycat league, and, you know, Tabor, Tobe, there's a relationship there. When you face an unconventional opponent like the Ravens, you have to think unconventional to beat them. Opponents have no choice but to try and steal possession based off the Ravens' you know, time of possession success, which ranks second in the NFL, averaging over 32 you know, minutes a game. So keep an eye on special teams this week. We always talk about the officials. Head referee for Sunday's game is Jerome Brugger. I know this crew is starting to gain a reputation for controversy, yes. but statistically this crew really plays it straight down the middle, both in penalties and home win percentage. To date, this crew has only thrown 46 flags on the visiting team and 43 on the home team. In games played under this crew, there is no advantage to either team in terms of winning or losing. It's 50%. Bobby D., let the people know about the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support them. ID Technologies Dell and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities as a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless network solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.idtech.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how Ruckus Wi-Fi 6 Cloud Managed Access Points outperform its competitors. Please visit ID Tech website and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation donation link, a foundation that helps kids to pay for their rehab from devastating spinal cord injuries. Bobby D, Thanks, excellent brother. as always, my friend. Uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.